To get things started tonight, it's always my pleasure to welcome in third-year Arizona State head football coach Herm Edwards, but it is an added pleasure to say hello to Coach Edwards this evening. First things first, Herm, how are you feeling? A lot of Sun Devil Nation uh, thinking about you. How are you feeling, my friend? Well, I'm feeling fine, and, and, and I appreciate all those folks um, uh, from Sun Devil Nation, uh, people that I have uh, run into contact with um, during my playing career, coaching career, at different situations, television career. Can't thank all those folks that had reached out to me uh, after they had found out I had uh, the virus. And so uh, love you all, and, and thank you for your, your, your well wishes, and, and I'm back. And that's, that's, that's a good thing. I'm in my office. I was telling <laughs> some of the players today, I haven't been in my office this long since I got here. And I've been here three years, <laughs> so it's good to be back uh, in all. It's it's great to see you. You look terrific, and you sound good as well. Now, let's get right to the news that broke just a couple of hours ago for the third straight week: an Arizona football, Arizona State football game canceled because of COVID nineteen. The Sun Devils scheduled a game against Utah, which originally was scheduled to be played Saturday, then was moved back to Sunday was uh, canceled uh, a short while ago because of uh, the continuing COVID-19 issues impacting the Sun Devil football program. Coach, what can you tell us about the cancellation and your reaction to it? It was very difficult uh, for parties. Um, but here again, I think that going into this, um, even when our season was postponed, if we go back and, and really think about what was said for the Pac-12, is it's the safe and healthy uh, the safe environment uh, of um, student athletes, uh, coaches uh, was was the top priority. And when you have to do something like this, we're not able to play um, the health and safety uh, for our players uh, and everyone else involved. And this was the number one criteria. And I think the good part about it is that um, uh, we will find a way to, at the end, maybe pick up another game. So that'll be that'll be that'll be fine for us, and we're excited about the opportunity. And um, players will be in here tomorrow. Uh, we're going to start work tomorrow uh, on UCLA. Uh, we're going to start preparing for UCLA right now. That's the next one on the on the agenda for us. If I could, Herm, let me uh, read from a statement released by uh, Ray Anderson earlier today, and uh, I'm quoting uh, Ray in this statement. We have had to invoke the Pac-12's football game cancellation policy for this week's game versus Utah due to not having the minimum number of scholarship players available on account of return-to-play protocols involving CDC-prescribed quarantines by virtue of contact tracing and cardiac testing evaluation results. The timing of the previously reported positive results coupled with the return-to-play guidelines have stretched over parts of three weeks which makes it unsafe for several of our players to compete this Sunday. I sympathize for our student athletes and everyone associated with Sun Devil Athletics, as well as Sun Devil Nation. This also has an impact on the University of Utah football program, and we extend our appreciation for their understanding of the situation. We are continuing to take every precaution to safeguard the health and welfare of our student athletes and staff in accordance with the Pac-12 COVID-19 Medical Advisory Committee's procedures. The student athletes are receiving the appropriate medical care. We will continue to monitor our testing results and stay in close communication with our university, local public health officials, 
and the Pac-12 Conference. Notwithstanding any new issues, we are confident in our chances of playing football next week. And Herm, uh, what you just said, uh, that last statement is kind of echoed by what you said. Your players uh, will be in tomorrow. And uh, I sense that you're very hopeful that you will, will be able to play your scheduled December 5th game against the UCLA Bruins. We are. We're excited about the opportunity. Um, the coaches that are, the players that are available will be here tomorrow. Uh, and as uh, the week continues, uh, we will find out more about those that are not. Um, but Ray made, uh, made the announcement, made the statement. Uh, couldn't be stated any better than that. Um, we talked, we had a Zoom, I had a Zoom meeting earlier. Uh, once this was released to our players, uh, they know we have an eight, eight o'clock special teams meeting tomorrow before. Uh, 6.30 COVID testing begins uh, like it has every day, it seems. And then we'll go to work tomorrow with, with the guys that we have that are available right now. Herm, my understanding is that unlike the first two cancellations of your scheduled November 14th home game against California and then a scheduled road trip to Colorado the following week, Saturday, November 21st, those were the result of a couple of waves of positive COVID tests and resulting contact tracing that involved players and coaches. This cancellation seems to be more about the quarantining process and also about the required cardiac testing of those who tested positive. Is that a fair statement, do you think? Some of that, yeah. And I don't want to get into it, you know, because I just think that is one of those things where, you know, there was a decision made. Um, We feel it was the right decision made. Uh, Ray advised uh, our staff. We went through our our medical professionals that have done a marvelous job here of really thinking about the journey that this that this football team has gone through. Uh, you know, we've been we've been at this when you think about it since March, really, and it's been what seven mm-hmm. seven months. Uh, and eight so months, it, it's been yeah. eight months. Eight, there you go, eight, and it's it's been a long journey, and um, it's just disappointing um, that we couldn't um, uh, play this week. Uh, but I think if you watch the college landscape right now, uh, it seems every week there are going to be cancellations. Now, our, our conference has done a marvelous job of, of if you know early enough, and that's important, uh, that you make them aware so games can be switched so some other team maybe have the opportunity of playing if they're able to play. And so I thought that was always uh, part of uh, – the situation we felt we were in and we wanted to make sure that we gave Utah the ability if they could play another game and against another opponent in our conference, um, they could get that done. So I, I think that is the conversation that our conference has had uh, during uh, uh, this time that we're all in. How are your players and staff dealing with all this? Because it, it's got to be challenging. You know they want to get out there and play some football, especially knowing that they've got a pretty doggone good team here, and yet they know that they want to do so when they're healthy and they want to safeguard, you know, everybody wants uh, everybody else to be healthy and safe in this process. It's frustrating, obviously, for everyone involved. Um, But here again, I think our guys are excited about the opportunity, uh, the guys that are available this week to to come to work, uh, start preparing for for UCLA. Uh, And then, uh, you know, once we get into the mode of, of practicing, that always kind of makes you feel better as a football player. You feel like, okay, we're getting ready for something. We're preparing for something. Now, we, we're not going to have our whole team out there, but 
we, we have the guys that are available to do this. Uh, there'll be some more guys later on, maybe at the end of the week or whatever that may be starting the next week. But I think as we as we continue to do this, the days that pass, we become more whole and we can start focusing in on, on UCLA. It kind of gives me the sense from what you're saying that you're starting to see the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel or maybe turning a corner, at least in terms of this particular episode that you're dealing with with your team. Yeah, no doubt. And, and you want to see some you want to see some blue skies. And um, I think going forward, we, we feel that way. Uh, and I know when the players get here tomorrow as a team, they, they've been working out, you know, the guys that have that have been around are able to do that, have, have been working out with Joe in, in little groups. But it'll be fun again tomorrow to see the whole team, go out, not the whole team, but the guys that are available to go out on the practice field and actually do some things football-related. Is there anything else in your coaching career or maybe even in your entire football career that parallels what this whole thing, this this pandemic has been like in terms of dealing with it and the way you have to deal not only with yourself and your family, but with your extended family of uh, over 100 Sunday football players, coaches, and staff? Well, the emotional roller coaster that you're on every week. And I think every day. I, mean, I should say that every day. Because you, you always wonder, you know, after a test has been taken by your team and your staff, you, you're wondering, you know, what, is, is, are we going to be okay? We're going to be okay. I mean, and that's every sport team right now in sports. I mean, we have our, our you know, basketball teams now are starting to play, you know, women, men and women's. That's the next. You see the cancellations of games before the, before the tournaments even start, right? You see a bunch mm-hmm. of coaches all of a sudden down as well, you know, and that's, and that's what you live with every day. You, you, you live with the fear of that. Um, what is the test going to look like? Is the team going to be available? And if not, are we going to miss a few members? How do you deal with that? You know, and it, it it's that's the that's the world we live in right now. And it's, it, we all understand it. And there, there's protocol we have to take to keep each other safe. And you can never let your guard down. You know, the test doesn't make you um, uh, virus free. You're virus free for the time you take the test and you get the results, and it says you're negative. Mm-hmm. But five minutes later. If you find yourself in a in, in the wrong place at the right time, you could test positive, and then that's what you're walking. You're walking this fine line every day, and that's every member of your organization that touches uh, your team, whether it's in basketball, football, whatever it may be, and um, that that's the line that we all have to walk. And it's a thin line. You cannot, you can't, you cannot deviate. You just can't, and that's that's the hard part. You talk about walking the line. Well, Coach, I mean, you, you've you confronted that line two weeks ago. In fact, you were just telling us uh, on, on on our show, uh, you said that you found out uh, in all likelihood that you got your positive test during our show uh, before the uh, November 14th uh, game that was to have been played against Cal. What yeah. was that like yeah. for you, that moment? Uh, to be quite honest... I I wasn't I wasn't shocked. Going into this, I had told my wife, I said, you know, what we're trying to do and we're going to do everything we can in our power to 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 make it and to do it right. I said, but 
I'm probably going to get it. I, 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 I said that. I told my wife, I said, I'm probably going to get this. And I said, it's, and I'm going to do everything in my, in, in my being not to do it. And I'm going to, I'm going to do all, everything I can do. And that night, you know, that was it. And I haven't, I haven't seen anybody since. You know, I never left the house after I got to talk with you guys for, for almost two weeks, to be quite honest. And um, I tell you what, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's interesting when you hear people that, that, that have, have, have gotten the virus. And, and I've had some friends and, and coaches that I've reached out to that have had the virus, you know, before I even had it. And they tell you, you know, it's, 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 there, there's going to be some moments where it's going to be tough. And, hey, when you sit in a room by yourself 24 hours and, you know, and you can't go out, you, you don't go anywhere, it's, it's a humbling feeling when you have no freedom. You know, we live in a place where we have freedoms and, and we, we get up in the morning and we just anticipate I'm going to work and I'm going to do this today. And when you lay in a room by yourself and you reflect, it's, it's, it's a humble feeling. It really is. And it, it makes you really realize how fortunate we really are. And um, I just hope that, that people stay away from it because it's, it's not a lot of fun. Boy, those are uh, some compelling words indeed from Coach Edwards. No matter where you're watching the ASU game, Saturdays are made to chill with Coors Light. Coors Light, an official beer of ASU. And remember, 21 means 21. Still plenty more to come on tonight's edition of All Aboard with Herm Edwards, presented by Coors Light and the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen. A little later on in the show, we'll visit with Sun Devil defensive backs coach Chris Hawkins, as well as ASU nickelback Jordan Clark. But... Up next, Coach Edwards and I will continue our conversation after this timeout here on the Sun Devil Radio Network. Let's start the second quarter of All Aboard, presented by Coors Light. The Lodge at First and Farmer in Tempe has been a great host for All Aboard with Coach Herm Edwards these last two seasons. Now, we do miss Justin and the gang down at the Lodge. They took great care of us every Thursday night or in a case like this on a Tuesday night. But fans, you can still visit the Lodge and enjoy their amazing food outside on the patio. Sun Devil fans, don't miss your chance to be with us in spirit this fall at Sun Devil Stadium. A limited number of fan cutouts are available for purchase. And you can reserve yours today by visiting thesundevils.com slash fan cutouts. We continue now on All Aboard with Herm Edwards, presented by Coors Light and the Lodge Sasquatch Kitchen. I'm Tim Healy, your host, welcoming you back to tonight's show as we continue our conversation with ASU head football coach Herm Edwards. And with the cancellation of ASU's game with Utah this coming Sunday, by my count, Herm, there have now been eight Pac-12 football games that have been canceled due to COVID-19-related issues. What do you think is the best that ultimately can be made of this 2020 football season for the league as a whole and for your program in particular? Your ability to adjust and um, the, um, the wherewithal uh, with, with our conference to, if you know you're going to have to cancel, um, 
gathering the information as fast as you can and, and teams being able to adjust and, and play. And, and, I, and I thought our conference has done a marvelous job of that. Um, but I, I think our conference also understands that the health and safety of the student athlete is the number one priority for all of us, as well as coaches and, and, and staff members. And uh, our conference has done a nice job of doing that, of, of really dealing with um, the situation we're in. Because, you you know, you, every week is, is, a, is, a, is a new week. Uh, and once you get a game under your belt, you, you're excited about it, and then you, you're, you're hoping that, okay, this, we got another week to go. Let's, let's get another weekend, right? And it's mm-hmm. just, like you said, eight in this conference that have been – have been canceled or postponed or whatever you want to call it. But all through college football, it, it, it seems to be that way every week. That it does. And I'm just wondering now with three games lost in your schedule and what was an already abbreviated schedule, is this a season that no longer becomes one about winning a division or winning a championship and maybe becomes more a season of player development, personnel development, uh, almost uh, like having spring ball in the fall with a few games thrown in, in fact? Well, I, I think you always want to want to win. I, I think that's important because you want to build that. That will be a part of your program um, is building. What I do think um, there will be some times and games where there will be some young players uh, that you might look at to get an opportunity to play in a live contest, in a Pac-12 football game, which I think is beneficial to your program. I think going forward for us, um, if we feel that it'll be certain times in the game where we can get some guys in there, uh, that maybe uh, at other times you wouldn't think about doing that, you need to do that. Um, because before you know it, the season will end. Um, and then the next big thing will be spring ball. You know, when, when does spring ball start, right? And, and, and I think uh, the more you can, you know, get your calendar set of, okay, this is the schedule right now, and then when it ends, when do we start again, right? Because you want to get back into this football mode. You don't want to stay dormant too long, I don't think. That, that, that's kind of my sense of it because your inability to play a lot of games. So I think the games that we have left, it's important that we give an opportunity to some of the young guys – to maybe go in a game and, and not, you know, I mean, play a series or so, which is when the time is right on offense and defense uh, to get some reps in. So they feel like, oh, okay, now I know what it feels like to play in a really a regular season game, right? Um, because those guys can, uh, can contribute. Uh, and, and I think that gives them more confidence going into spring ball as well. We caught a glimpse. Boy, I don't know if it's, it's the same way with you, but for me, the USC game seems like it was a long time ago. It was only just about three weeks ago. But the first 56 minutes of that game, Herm, we saw a really, really good Arizona State football team. Uh, is that something that you're excited to build upon moving forward? I think we all are. And we saw some glimpses of some things that we did pretty well. Um, our, our inability to finish was 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 a little disappointing because we had multiple opportunities to do that. Uh, you have to give USC credit; uh, they were able to do that. Uh, they seem to be able to do that the last couple weeks. You know, they 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 wait till the fourth quarter and then they they found a way to win games. Uh, and so, 
that's a credit to them. I mean, and I think we got to learn that uh, going forward now. I think these guys are excited about what we did, but it was a long time ago. It seems like now. It seems like that game was forever, right? Because we haven't played in a while. So now we're starting all over again to, to play, and uh, we're going to play a UCLA team. If you watch them, very talented, very talented football team. Chips did a nice job of, of building that program down there. They've got some talented players on offense, um, do a pretty nice job on defense as well. So um, we will have our hands full with those guys because that offense is really scoring a lot of points. In this period of time where the program has been kind of in a state of uh, suspension or put on hold, so to speak, because of uh, the COVID issues, what ha- have your coaches been able to do much in the way of advanced scouting and looking ahead to opponents like a UCLA on December 5th? Well, well you can imagine – when the season before it came to fruition that we were going to play, right? So we've had probably five different schedules. That's who right. We going to play, right? So it's kind of we we were doing that when we were sitting in that postponement deal, right? We had kind of scouted all the teams and well, we're going to play these guys, and now we're going to play these guys. Oh no, we're not playing. We've got another schedule. We're going to play these. So it's kind of been funny that way. The fact that we've we've kind of almost scouted everybody in our conference and in the other conference too because there were times that we had different schedules. Yeah, one time we were going to play Stanford. You know, I mean, it was it was, it was it was we were going to play Washington State. I mean, Oregon State. I mean, you know, we did. Then, then, then all of a sudden, then we're going to play Cal. No, we're not going to play Cal. And it, it's just it's it's a move. It was moving. This thing was always moving. So we've kind of been in that mode, to be quite honest. And I just wanted to get back to something you said earlier, that uh, the possibility of picking up a game at the end of the season. Are you talking about that, what, what I was calling that wild card weekend, December 18th and yeah. 19th? Yeah, because yeah, we play on a Friday. I think it's the 12th. So we would still have the ability to pick up another game. And so we, uh, might make, we lost this week. Mm-hmm. Like a, a team like Utah, perhaps, that you lost this week. I don't week. know. They haven't told us anything like that, but I, I know that there's a possibility we're going to pick up another game. So that'd be great. We'll get three more games. And then, hey, you never know. Uh, you know, you, you, you win out, and maybe you get another game. So now all of a sudden you got, you got, you got five games. <laughs> Who knows? And it's always that carrot in front of you, isn't it? That chance to just play one more game, isn't it? That's, that's kind of what drives all sports, isn't it, Herm? That drives us all, and I think the, the more we can play and, and as I mentioned and you mentioned earlier, give some of the guys, uh, young ones, the ability to play, I think will help us. It will help us tremendously down the road. One closing thought, if I might, as the Thanksgiving holiday approaches, uh, a lot of us will be thankful if we get the chance to see your team play some more football games before this calendar year ends. I think we're all thankful to see you improving in health and getting better and back at work in your office. What are some of the things that uh, you will uh, be thankful for before uh, you uh, feast on your turkey this coming Thursday? Well, I just think all the little things we take for granted in life, you know, and and I think when you're, when you're in a place that I was in for 10, 11 days, you realize that you kind of reflect on your whole life. And I can tell you this, uh, when I came over here today and uh, walked out on the field, 
and watched our players and the embrace that I got from my players. Uh, it was it was unbelievable. It just was unbelievable. I was glad to see them and they were glad to see me. And uh, it's just amazing, you know, when you're in this and you're preparing to win games and you're trying to do this and the relationships that you have with your players, uh, with your coaching staff. You know, these guys have never seen me not in the building. And I was away from this building for 12 days, uh, coaches and everybody. And when I walked into this place, um, it was a feeling that I was back home. And uh, it was it was emotional. I can tell you that. It was very emotional, especially when I went down there in that in that weight room and on that field and I and I looked at my players. It was it was very emotional, to say the least. I can hear the emotion in your voice now, coach, and uh kind of feel it myself. It's just so good to have you back and you look good, you sound good, and uh hopefully we'll get to see your team play some football uh, pretty doggone soon, hopefully on December fifth against UCLA. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Herm. Thanks for joining us, and uh, stay healthy, my friend. Thank you. Thank all those Sun Devil fans. I appreciate your love.